Welcome to the Mike on Much Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Veerman. We are here with our friend and trusty producer, Max Kerman. We also have our pop culture aficionado, Shane Cunningham. Intern Erica is working the dials. And joining us from the road, in the bubble, in Orlando, is producer at MLSE, but more importantly, my brother and our friend, Greg Veerman. This is not your first time on the pod. Greg, welcome to the pod. How are you doing? <laughs> he froze. Oh, no. I froze. Oh, no. <laughs> well, we know how the bubble Wi-Fi is. That's uh, yeah, yeah. Well, he looks good in the freeze, at least. He, he looks amazing in the freeze. He, uh, for our listeners out there, we'll take a screen grab of there. Uh, Greg showered for the event. He's got this great flow. It's very reminiscent of like Leo mid-90s, I, I want to say. Would you agree? Yeah, that's... Oh, he's back. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. <laughs> so, Greg, how are you doing? I'm doing great, man. Just dealing with uh, Wi-Fi issues, but other than that, <laughs> we're, we're we're living, we're loving. It's bubble, you know. It's good. <laughs> is that what they're doing? Is that what TFC uh, told you to say? Is that like the company line? It's like if anybody asks, we're you how living, it's we're loving. Yeah, there's, there's four people in the room with me right now, making sure I don't say anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like you, Max. You have an, always have an ash in your ear. I have media relations person here. Okay, so, so let's get some loving context. the bubble, Greg. It's great. We're having a great time. Uh, for what what you're doing down there. So you're a producer for TFC. You do all their documentary behind-the-scenes stuff. And they couldn't send down everybody. Like, Erica's not down there. So how did you get the call? Explain this to us. Um, So, yeah. So Bubble was happening. MLS announced the tournament. MLS is back. Um, It was going to be happening in Orlando. Essentially, every team had a very limited number of... Like, the group had to be... I forget the number, but it was a small number that would normally travel on the road. Um, So our team, TFC, brought a bunch of players because it's very hot down here and, you know, we haven't played in months, so got to bring a lot of guys in case anyone gets injured. And then they brought pretty limited staff and they had one position for a, like, content producer. So there's only one spot open and obviously we have a pretty great content team that works for TFC. Um, but because I think I do the the documentary show all for one and I'm just around the team a lot, they just thought it would make the most sense to send me. Um, and that's that. I got a call, like, two months ago from my boss and he was just like Greg we're you got to go to Orlando in potentially three months I need to know by 3 p.m. and this was at like 145 <laughs> so I had an hour to decide if I wanted to go or not um, and after talking it with talking it over with my girlfriend Laura and I'm gonna call my brother and I called you know I was like all right let's do it and then it got delayed a bunch and it turned out to be it could potentially be only two weeks but here I am <laughs> were you scared to go there uh more just for the work because I've never really shot much before. Like I shoot just B cam for some games just so we have stuff, but I'm not like a shooter at all, and I don't, I don't, didn't quite know what I was doing. So I was just more like nervous about the work and fucking up. I, I didn't really care about the COVID stuff. How are you doing so far? I've noticed a lot of uh, pool parties and think and volleyball games. Yeah, it's it's a blast. Honestly, it's like being at Club Kwama. It's it. You're just like we're. Big. <laughs> I I love this obscure reference for for listeners. Club Kwama is this mythical place because our friend uh, Dan got married years ago, and uh, as part of the bachelor party, we went to what I guess would be the most affordable is the kind way of putting it uh, <laughs> resort in Cuba. I think it was six hundred dollars for an all you can like whatever all inclusive week, and it was the like the, what was there like twelve of us down there. It was like the best time, but it was hilariously. Uh, is dilapidated a yeah, fair the, word? The kitchen smelled like a bathroom, to put it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the funnest trip. We still talk about the Club Kwama. It was great. So, Greg, you were with all these soccer players. You're actually starting to look like a soccer player. You got the TFC hoodie. Your hair slicked back. You, you've you actually never looked cooler. Disneyland has been good to you. Uh, but you're saying down there with all those guys is like the new Club Kwama for you. 
A little bit. It just feels like being in a resort. It's, you know, it's like buffet meals every day. It's actually like for how I normally live, you know, I get three square meals a day. <laughs> they, they drive me everywhere on a shuttle bus. They have HBO. Like it's, it's pretty good. It's, pretty good living, guys. it's not bad at all. There's pools, there's like tennis, soccer and cornhole. It's great. I have one question. Is yes. there beer or is this a dry trip? No, there, there's like on off nights, there is like beer that you can drink, but it's like, you know, have two beers and then everyone watches soccer and then goes to bed. Mm. So it's, uh, it's not really, yeah, it's, it's pretty dry. It's a dry trip. Do the players drink alcohol? No, they don't. It's if, uh, if there's an off night, then staff, like me and like the, you know, the other media relations person or the medical staff, whoever, everyone will have like a beer or two and watch the game. And that's that. Yeah, hopefully the medical staff isn't having too many beers. And, uh, <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, but it's also the same where there's restaurants on the resort that you can reserve for certain nights. So we've had like a couple team dinners where we would go to like the Italian restaurant or the, you know, the sushi place or whatever it is. So. Um, speaking of your, uh, your like your hilarious content, you've sort of like done this like Top Gun 80s sort of theme showing all of the uh, the soccer players either playing volleyball or like swimming in the pool. Uh, I posted one of your videos just because I, I thought it was cool and you're doing great work. And somebody uh, asked me outright uh, <laughs> if you play in any of the games with the soccer players, like if you jump in the pool after you're done shooting. So what's the relationship like with the guys? Are you jumping in that pool the minute you're done shooting? <laughs> no, I like I run back to my room to edit it all together. Um, and I just kind of like I show up with my camera and kind of hang out in the corner and let them do their thing. And I just get like, yeah, it's like it's a funny relationship where they, they know I'm the camera guy. I show up, they'll play to the camera and we, you know, we make jokes sometimes. But for the most part, I stay quiet so that you don't pick up my voice on the camera. And I just let them do their thing. So I, I, it's, I'm kind of the weird guy who just shows the camera and like gets all these guys playing volleyball without their shirts on. And then I go back to my room and edit it all together <laughs> in like a very them? sexy video. <laughs> do you ask them if you can film or is it just a given I can film? And do you ask them to take their shirts off and are they ever uncomfortable with that? Greg, it's you know, lunch. I haven't given them any direction, but I see like before they get all crazy, they'll look to see that the camera's on them and then they'll start like getting all crazy. Um, but I uh, sometimes I'll ask, like I'll ask for this one, for that pool day, because it was like a regen day, it was the day after a game, I asked the the trainer, I was like, is it cool if I come to my camera? He's like, yeah, to show up. So I did, and then you get there, and everyone loves it. You know? they play but the for game. the Top Gun video, like, I know you wanted it to be like Top Gun, and obviously in the movie, they're all shirtless. So do you, yeah. like, politely say, hey, guys, would you mind? I'm trying to do this homage. No, you'd think I'm, like, directing them, but I'm not. They're just, they're, like, the most, uh, there's a specific group of guys that are just the most boisterous, like, little boy mentality like that when they're playing the sports they're just so animated and so amazing and they're all just different cultures there's like a spanish guy an argentinian a brazilian guy like and then there's a french guy like the first one they're just they're just so animated and like yeah like every time they they have a point i don't have to do anything and it, it was just as i was shooting them i was like oh this is exactly like that top gun scene and i was like <laughs> and then i was like i, I want to make it like that so What's the fear level like for these guys? Obviously, they're in great shape and uh, everyone's pretty young. Is like there any fear of being on camera shirtless? <laughs> no, no, no. That, too, I would be, but... that would be my terror. I'm yeah, terrified a... of playing yeah, volleyball too. shirtless on camera. Yeah. But the fear of COVID, is it higher? Like, like in, do you know anyone who's gotten it? Uh, no. And so, yeah, like coming down here, everyone was, I think, just had their reservations. Cause it, and leading in, there was like this. Uh, Another obscure reference. There's there kind of like a Mr. X down here that was like the MLS Cup COVID insider. And no one still no one knows who it is, but they were just tweeting like, live from the bubble. 
heard five people tested positive from Nashville and kind of just was breaking news from inside the bubble. And everyone was looking at that before we left. And it was kind of just like, it was just fear mongering and making everyone like, it's a nightmare down there. So kind of going in, I think there were some reservations, but once we got here and after the first couple of days of everyone just feeling it out, everyone got pretty relaxed and it's, it's really safe. And it's, uh, you know, it's quite a, like, it's pretty secure bubble. Everything is, yeah. Wait, is Mr. X a reference to McNabb High School? <laughs> like a guy yes. who is revealing secrets. <laughs> yeah, that was, I know Menard's gonna listen to this, and that was mostly for him. But uh, yeah, no, exactly. That's exactly what that was. It was like it was like McNabb's Gossip Girl before there was a Gossip Girl. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever know who Mr. X was? I don't know. I still don't. There, no. There's been rumors, but I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. That good old high school reference that all of our listeners will catch. <laughs> hey, so Greg. Um, yeah. You know, you typically shoot like kind of uh, really prestige looking behind the scenes HBO level documentary style footage. And that's sort of like what a lot of people in your position would be doing, you know, especially with that kind of access. You've taken a left turn here because, you know, you kind of have liberty to do whatever you want. You're the only person down there. Who's going to tell you otherwise? Um, do people... Um, within the company like get the references you're throwing around right now like do they do they go like oh greg's going for a top gun thing because like i don't think i've ever seen this style of sort of cinematography when it comes to a professional sports team which is like this like really stock 80s footage with the vhs lens with guys like going down a water slide like this is not what professional <laughs> sports teams typically do like what's the, the, the and have the do the players get it like what, what's, what's the story there well so one, it's uh, usually I'll have an actual like shooter with me, Kylie Templeton, who shoots all the off one stuff, and she's really, really good at being a DP and a shooter. So yeah, so it always looks good. So this is me shooting it. So I'm like, I'm going to put a VHS filter on it to cover how like shitty the shots are. And, um, you know, so it's kind of like starting with that. But actually starting in quarantine, because we had to repurpose a bunch of footage, we're like, we need to put out all for ones. And I didn't really know what to, I was like, oh, we have nothing new because everyone's just been quarantined for months. So I just started, me and Thomas, who edits a lot of it, I was just like, let's make a, like we did one with Pazuelo, who's our, like one of our star players. He scored a bunch of free kick goals last year where he just, he did the Panenka, where he just shoot it right down the middle of the net. But he did it three times last year. So I was like, oh, let's just make like a Gregory Brothers style video of like, we'll kind of make a song out of him talking about shooting the Panenka. And we did it. I just kind of started doing it and no one really gave pushback. And then down here, I just decided to continue. It's just like, if I have a funny idea, I'll be like, oh, I'll roll with it and see how it goes over and mm -hmm. so far it's gone over pretty well i think people like it people like the fun personality videos because a lot of like sports coverage is so like self-serious and sports we're here to win like everything on the line to win and that's fine and like it you know we do do that stuff but you know when guys are like shirtless playing tennis soccer it's like you can't really make that <laughs> you can't put dramatic music on that and make it slow-mo and you know have any make it cool it still so, seemed like they wanted to win, though, and were com very competitive with it. Oh, they are, yeah. They that is like it's a very competitive game. They all want to win. They're all professional athletes. So, yeah, just when I do it, it's more, uh, it's more like it makes me laugh, and it's you know kind of doing that three for them, one for me type thing. So, <laughs> yeah. you have an editor down there uh, helping you with it, or are you doing it all yourself? No, I'm, I'm doing it. Yeah. You oh, those are some fancy edits. Where'd you learn all yeah. those tricks? I don't know, man. <laughs> just over the years, you, you pick it up. And, uh, man you've know, come man. so far from mohawk uh yeah so <laughs> yeah, i mohawk, remember yeah. you ever sitting down at the avid i don't think i ever went to the edit class yeah it was too early in the morning <laughs> uh, so, um but yeah i no, just just picked up so yeah i've been kind of shooting editing and producing everything down here um 
how often are they doing the tests? Do you get it like daily sort of deal? Yeah, actually, I have one coming up at 11. So in 45 minutes, it's every other day. Is it painful? Is it ticklish? I've heard uh, various reports. Um, it is, I'm, I'm kind of used to it now, but the more, just because every other day, it's like your nose kind of gets raw or something. So sometimes you'll go in and it's like, oh, that was a breeze. And then the next time you go in, it hurts a lot more. So there's, it's just, there's no real, depends who you get, I think. And there's, it's a big room and there's a bunch of people doing the swabbing. So you just kind of, it's luck of the draw. And sometimes mm-hmm. guys will go and like, go to, go to that person. They were great. Like very, very quick. <laughs> so they're a gentle swabber. Yeah. Guys kind of are like, before we left, we had to get, I got tested like four times before we actually left. And there was one woman that came into the testing the last two times and she would put it in your nose and then count to 10. Ooh. And she'd be like, one, two, three. And then she'd get to seven. She'd be like, we're almost there. Oh. Eight. <laughs> nine. So she was the worst. And I was like, everyone was like, stay away. But yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but down here it's been pretty like quick. Anyway. Hey, Greg, um, how, how close are you to the NBA bubble? And do the guys on the MLS team talk about like, you know, how they're being treated versus what the NBA guys are being treated. Like, is that good to brought up much? Um, the MB- guys have kind of talked about how they brought down their practice courts and that kind of thing. Um, but it's just, I don't know where they are, but I think they're using the same, like the ESPN wide world sports. Like I think they're using the basketball courts there. I don't, I don't really know, but guys have, it looks very similar from what I've seen on online, like the food and stuff. It's all, somewhat similar the rooms are all kind of similar mm. i think they're living pretty much the same experience just at like a bit of a fancier hotel and and they're like just nba players so they're like doing shotgun shotgunning beer contests and having like a great time with it <laughs> um we're here yeah i think everyone's just a little bit more like just low-key you know you know are you becoming sort of now that you're in this bubble with these players are you find you're becoming closer like i know you told me that uh the star of the team michael bradley now follows you on instagram that's pretty well, cool ooh. Um, Erica. Ooh, uh, <laughs> that's a big follow. Um, no, yeah, it's like yeah, just because I'm around them every day. So before even like I'm around them a lot, but it, they still they might not see me for a week, you know. So I'm still in and out. So you like you say like you know the players, they all know you, but it's more just like on a hey what's up kind of basis. Um, where now it's like we're all kind of in this. We're just we have a whole floor of a hotel room together, so you just see everyone every day, and you end up in elevators with them chatting. And, just kind of get to know everyone a little bit better. Um, but I still like, I'm still me and I'm not like, I feel like if Mike or Max were here, they'd be like everyone's like best friend. You know, I'm still like, I, I still kind of do my thing. I keep it kind of like short conversations and then get to my room and edit everything. I'm like doing a lot of work. So when I'm not out at the meals or shooting stuff, I'm like back here sorting through footage or editing or, you know, kind of just by myself. But for the most part, getting, uh, yeah, getting tighter. It's all very fun and everyone's super friendly and nice. So. Did you get any double taps <laughs> on the the posts? I haven't posted anything, but no, I know. But you know, when somebody adds you, sometimes they'll get drunk and they'll just go through your back catalog <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. and like all your stuff. Um, yeah, Michael went. Uh, he was like, "I didn't know you were in Sansev. Huge fan." <laughs> <laughs> so that that was nice. Now now he knows that about me. But um, no, no other double taps. Mm. Just just a Sansev show. Hey, uh, Greg, before we let you go, um, you, you do have a lot of time on your own. Are you um, watching anything that you can recommend? Because you're, you're pretty good in isolation, oh. I feel like. Uh, and you always have good taste in movies and music. What do you got for us? Um, I actually, I watched Dave, season one. Thoughts? On your, well, Shane's recommendation, and then I heard you talking about it. Um, and it was, yeah, it was good. Oh, okay. Just good? Come on. Yeah, it, was <laughs> it wasn't great, though, you didn't think. 
Um, no, it was like, yeah, it was fine. It was good to watch. It was just like, I've just seen that character as many times before. And oh, fuck you. You're a hater. A it's zillion fine. times. Yeah. Who, who else is like that character? Woody Larry Allen, David? Larry David. Woody Allen? Like, oh. You know, it's like just that. Well, that's two. Yeah. Like very like <laughs> self-obsessed, like, you know, everything around, like it just, everything revolves around him. But then it's like, you know, I figured out by the end, by the end of the season, he like has the moment with his girlfriend and realizes, but then. You know, well, let's not ruin the whole show here. Greg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My last question is about babes. Stephen A. Smith was saying that uh, mm. NBA players couldn't handle it because they're, they're going to be going crazy wanting to just get with women. Is Are yeah. you noticing any people sneaking in, any dates or anything <laughs> like that? Um, I haven't seen it. I've, I haven't seen anything happen. Um, no I rumors, see... No, honestly. But I'm not like... Yeah, I, I don't know if I would hear those rumors if, they, if there were any, but it, uh, yeah, no, I haven't seen any of that. I've seen tweets online about the NBA bubble. Like I saw someone tweeting like after three days of the bubble, it's like I've already been invited in. The, the season's never going to happen, but none of that is happening around here that I know of or I'm aware of. Hmm. So pretty, pretty secure, man. Everyone's pretty, pretty well behaved. Everyone's just here to win. We're in it to win it, Shane. Uh-huh. You know, we didn't come here yeah. to lose. That's what everyone keeps saying. <laughs> Are you reading off a teleprompter right now? <laughs> yeah, no, there's, I told you there's three people in there with cue cards. Yeah, and a gun. Yeah. yeah. Um, what'd you think of, uh, we, do, we already talked about this, so I know your answer, but there was a moment there where, because Greg's in the States and he wanted to watch uh, Palm Springs, the new Andy Samberg mm. movie, which is on I Hulu. I want to see that. But Greg couldn't get into Hulu because he's got a Canadian credit card. Mm. So we had to do some maneuvering and I sorted it out with our good friend and former podcast, uh, Matt Unsworth. So mm. Greg is using Unzi's Hulu login to watch Palm Springs. I also watched Palm Springs and Greg, we don't have to rehash, but we both really liked it. We did like a, a massive sort of text chain about it. Oh, yeah, I loved it. It was <laughs> again. Yeah, it was really good. It's um, it's exactly like Groundhog Day, though. Greg. I know. That's why I'm like, I'm like oh, I just shit. said Dave is. <laughs> They're aware, though, I feel that they're derivative. They're almost like the idea of like the day after tomorrow or like Happy Death Day or or, or Groundhog Day or all of these repeat movies or like uh, the Natasha Leone uh, show, uh, Russian Doll. Uh, it's like they're kind of aware of the idea of a multiverse or like it's like it's almost like institutional knowledge that they have in the film. It would be like if you got caught mm-hmm. in a time loop, Shane, you would know that Groundhog Day existed and you would use that information in a yeah. weird way. So it kind of is like, it's aware in a sense that kind of gets it around the fact that it is derivative for sure. Yeah. And derivative isn't always bad either. No, like you can do a good version of that and a, ba- a bad version of that. Yeah. It's like a super charming, good. Yeah. It's just a really charming, good movie. Speaking um, of charming, good things. Uh, his interview with Bill Simmons was very funny. Andy Samberg. Did you guys listen to that one yet? No, no, I got to check. It's yeah, re- yeah. It's, it's really funny. He has a good story about how he, during quarantine, he's got around to watching Mad Men finally and how he's like, you know, I'm friends with him, but it's never really come up about the show. So like, <laughs> do I text him now? I'll be like, hey, got a chance to check out your show. It's really good. <laughs> but um, you, you like him way more. I, you always like Andy Samberg, but he's just as lovable as, as you hope. Yeah, I liked it. Shane, you should see it. You like it. Okay, I'll try. I'll contact Unsworth. <laughs> speaking of speaking of things uh, to listen you were saying you listen to the Sandberg pod I also reached out to Greg and Jim Miller who has the Origins podcast uh, just released one for the movie Almost Famous he has the entire cast oh, that's sweet it is like I've only listened to the first episode but I immediately messaged my brother and I'm like this was like made for us you have to listen to this uh, and they go like the first episode is just casting and it's Cameron Crowe talking about how we did three months of character work with Brad Pitt as the uh, Billy Crudup character uh, and Natalie Portman was going to be Penny Lane and Sarah Pauly was going to be Penny Lane at one point and then Brad Pitt drops out anyway it's like it's so good Shane you'll love it I meant to message you as well but Greg did you listen to the first episode 
I have it downloaded, but I haven't listened to it yet. Oh, anyway, I recommend it to our listeners, and that's only after one episode. If you're in, yeah, I'm going to do that today. All that. Yeah, um, it sounds awesome. Like right up my alley. I really want to listen to it. Maybe today. My last question for Greg uh, is: Have you talked to Oma, our grandmother, yet? I haven't. I haven't called her yet. I, I will. I keep forgetting. Call your grandmother. I will. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. What, what, what have you guys been up to? How's how's things back home? Well, you got to listen on? to the pod if you wanted to catch. Yeah, up are that. you sticking around this whole episode? <laughs> yeah, let me stick around. I, I listened to one of the pods. Oh, I thought we were just hanging up on you. Yeah. No, no, let me hang out. I, I was listening to. Uh... <laughs> Clearly, the bubble is a little boring. No, yeah, no, let me hang out. In forever. This is great. Um, Greg, you can stay on the pod if you want. Do you want to keep going on top? Please let, let me do. Let, let me do it because I uh, yeah, I listened to one of the pods the other day when I was like, I was like, oh, it's like hanging out with my buds. So. All right, good. So, Greg, hang out. Hang out until you have to go and do your uh, your COVID test at 11. Yeah. Okay, perfect. All right. Uh, let's move on to topics. This is kind of cool because Greg is coming in cold, actually. He doesn't even know the topics. He hasn't been prepped like us. Um, all right. The first topic we're going to talk about is uh, sports names. Uh, in the news lately, we talked about this a couple pods ago. The uh, Washington professional sports. Uh, football team uh said that they were going to drop their uh racist uh nickname um they did do that uh and everyone's been kind of waiting to see what they're you know they wanted them to unveil the new name and so everybody's been kind of waiting around like what are they gonna be called what, what what are they gonna be called and then they sort of like with a thud announced yesterday that they're just going to be called washington football team which is the most generic sort it's of pretty weird. funny have you seen this story shane no but that's funny Oh. <laughs> I'm not saying you're joking. I think that's pretty funny. <laughs> you, you like it as a move, like marketing wise. It's just like, yeah, yeah. It's kind of yeah. neat. Okay, isn't hot it? take. I guess, and I don't know if it's if it's them being like, we'll just be the most. It's generic like when thing a guy ever. is named Guy. There's something neat about that. <laughs> so yeah, they're the Washington football team. Um, Seattle has a uh, the 32nd NHL franchise. They just released their logo, their name. They're called the Seattle. Kraken? Kraken? Does anyone know if it's Kraken or Kraken? I know it's a mythical, like, Nordic beast, uh, 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 an ocean beast of some sort. Mm-hmm. And I remember it from, like, the uh, the, the Clash of the Titans movies. Uh, uh, and people are already sort of killing that name. Uh, mm-hmm. Listen, names are hard. Changing your name, coming up with new names. Uh, we obviously have seen this in, in the world of music because of, uh, you know, the Dixie Chicks changing to just uh, the Chicks or Lady Antebellum, who are they're in a huge mess because they took somebody else's name and now they're fighting that whole thing. But like changing <laughs> names is coming up and coming up with names is very, very difficult. Uh, what do you guys think? I guess, so, so Shane, you like football name. It's like someone named Guy. What do you think of the Kraken or the Kraken, the Seattle Kraken? Uh, I think you get used to any name. It's like Bare Naked mm. Ladies, Red Hot Chili Peppers. After time, <laughs> it's just like a team is called the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. Like that name kind of sucks, but it's kind of awesome too. It's really like the Toronto Maple And now I'm just used to it. Yeah, the yeah, Maple, a maple Leaf. leaf? Is a that maple a good name? Like, yeah, it's like, here's our most intimidating team with the Maple Leafs. <laughs> <laughs> like, every name's stupid when you think. Well, the Raptors are a great example oh, of like, I mean, they still get kind of, I, how dare you, first of all. Uh, you do get <laughs> you, you do get used to it, though. And then like success. Well, it's so bad it's good, the Raptors, especially their original logo, like a purple dinosaur dribbling a basketball. Like, that's very funny. <laughs> yeah, I thought. I thought about that when I thought about the Seattle Kraken, which has like this kind of funny logo that's an S that's also, I guess, like a beast where I'm like, this does seem silly. I wonder if this is how people felt in like when the Raptors debuted with their purple. Oh, in 20 years from now, they're going to be like, let's go back to the original Kraken logo. That was the best. (laughs) And the new modern, awesome looking one's going to be shit, right? Yeah. Of course. Hey, um, speaking of uh, the Raptors, uh, not to digress here for a second, but, you know, I woke up there's some very uh, exciting news on Instagram. Uh, did you guys see what the Raptors posted this morning? 
No. 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 I want you I want you to go on your phone right now on Instagram and I want you to see what the Raptors posted this morning. This is okay. very this this, this oh, is the, this good. is the kind of thing I get off on. This is the, the thing I really love more than anything in my life. Any 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 amount of money or whatever. It's just this kind of experience. Oh my god. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to hold this up to the screen so maybe Erica can put this in. But the the, the Toronto Raptors wished Nick Nurse a happy birthday while emulating Oh my god. Uh, the Arkells album cover. <laughs> and Nick is all five members. Did you guys design this or did this surprise you? Wow. They didn't tell us at all. I just woke up. I was like, what the hell is this? And I, I texted Nick. I was like, oh, because I texted him earlier in the day. I texted him like first thing in the morning. I texted him like, happy birthday, buddy. Like, how's it going? Whatever. And we're just chatting. And then I see this thing on Instagram come up. And then he said, that's nuts. Sheesh. Look at the monster you created. But it's fun. Funny and fun. <laughs> in capital letters, fun. <laughs> What did manager Ash think of that? I'm sure she's quite angry. She wasn't notified, didn't get any money from it. (laughs) No, she loves it. Uh, We we love the Raptors. Is the nut taking full credit for it? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, he orchestrated that social media move. Actually, I was wondering how, like, like if you got tried to get Nick on the pod for the Inside the Bubble before me, how many times you asked him and got turned down? We've never made that ask, I don't think. We never have. I think it's like... It's kind of better. Just friends. To, yeah, just to be friends and cool. I mean, I'm sure one day we'll get them on, but when the time is right. Uh, but I feel like there's another thing that we need to respect, which is like, we know Blake Murphy. I know Eric Kareen a little bit. I met Josh Lewenberg. Like, these are guys that are like covering the beat all the time. And if we like kind of overstep and we're like in getting time that they could have with Nick, that, that might be, you know, not the right move. So, yeah. We've, we've but you've had it. Kyle Dubas on. Uh, there yeah, goes that so, theory. Yeah, you're right. Okay, maybe uh, maybe we should have him on. Maybe if he wins Coach of the Year, we'll we'll get him on the pod. Who knows? Yeah, but um, but back to the um, the team name thing. I agree with you, uh, Shane. Is that I always thought it was very silly when people got really defensive about like the name. Be like, oh, but people will never get used to the new one. It's like I think there's like about six months of like kind of digestion and then after that everybody's like oh yeah that's the team name and especially i think it's harder for a musical act that has to uh like really do like album campaigns and they're only in the news like for like a certain small window if you're a professional sports team that's getting written about in the newspaper every day and there's like things happening kind of 365 days a year people just get used to it like very very quickly and that's why i thought dan snyder was such a fool for being so stubborn when it came to the the washington football club or whatever uh mm-hmm. people were calling it before they changed it to the washington football team because it's like just change it it's fine but i will say it kind of reminds me of uh what the british football teams do right like th- there's no they don't have logos or mascots or anything it's just like chelsea fc arsenal fc everything is just the football club so i think it's kind of like a throwback classic move but but uh, it's only temporary like they're, they're only doing it until they figure out what the, the no i think name. no no i think they i think edmonton is is temporary but i think washington that's just what they're called no, I, I, I read that it's just temporary. for this season yeah, oh this really season oh okay until they come with it and i heard a bunch of people try to get ahead of it and copyright like copyright a bunch of names so that mm. any team the washington might want to get like the washington Whatever generals, whatever it is, everyone's kind of copyright those, so they have to buy it off them. <laughs> the most defeated team right. in history. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but that's actually a good move. Somebody, I remember seeing a tweet that somebody has the Twitter handle for Advil, I think, 
And, but it's just like a copywriter dude from New York City who's got like a funny oh, sense of humor. So, what a headache. Um, <laughs> yeah, funny. And he had a funny tweet basically being like, if you, if you want to try to buy the name from me for my Twitter account, like good luck because I own it and like a multi-billion dollar company wants it. So you're not going to outbid them. And so it's just funny that he's just been holding on to it. Advil, yeah, Advil Relief is the, the official Twitter one. But um, didn't someone didn't someone already have Arkells.com? Yeah, actually, the brewery in England, which is like a small uh, independent brewery, they uh, they own it. And so we had to do Arkells music. I believe in the States, they came up with like squatting laws because a bunch of people, when the internet kind of started getting going with websites, like they would get bradpitt.com, tomcruise.com, and they would just like sit on those and then try to sell them back to those people. And I think mm. it worked for a while, but then I think there are now laws against doing that kind of thing just because it was an easy <laughs> way to make money. Um, we, we, the Seattle Kraken, that one is a strange one to me, which I don't understand at all because I don't know how to pronounce it. I've never heard of the word. I saw it trending yesterday and I thought it was referring to Krakow in Poland because like Lawrence mentioned that Krakow is like a cool party city. It's like a new up and coming <laughs> Berlin. I was like, oh, I guess there's like a rave happening in Krakow and it must be t- trending on Twitter. That's what I thought. And so is it's so what is, it's some majestical sea animal or something. Is it real? Think of like a Loch Ness monster. It's like a more like a, interesting, or, or like a, or like a, like a like a megalodon, like a giant shark. Like it's like hmm. a giant sea beast, uh, mythical sea beast. Huh. Isn't the kraken like a, a liquor too? Isn't there like a that, yeah? I thought it was yeah. That it's too. with the octopus on it. On that's the label, it's named after is... that. That's like what a kraken could be. But like imagine <clears throat> like you know the size of like a city. Did you see the 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 video reveal though for the? It was intense. It was like high a, production, like it's yeah. like the most high production the NHL has ever like been involved with. Even though the NHL had no involvement, it just, what wild. did it do? It just looked really good. They just like it was like shot really well and well edited, and yeah, it was kind of as far as NHL standards goes, it was great. Hmm. All right. Well, these are the names. Like I, I, I agree with Shane. What he said. We've we've talked about this for years. Like you, Foo Fighters is this is 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 not maybe the best name in a brainstorm, but he does it and then it moves forward and they become one of the most successful bands in the history of rock music. And then you just go, yeah, they're called Foo Fighters. What's a cold play? You know what I mean? Like it's like, mm-hmm. anyway. So I think that to Shane's point, the sports teams will probably fall into that category as well. Like the Beatles? That's not a good name. <laughs> Beatles is good because it's, it's the it? bug. But it also, <laughs> it, well, think about it. It's like, it's, like, it's like the turtles or the Beatles or the birds. It's like people were picking animals as band names, but they had the word beat in it. So it's like it was clever on top of the little, you know, the little bug that you could see. Maybe it's just institutional, but I do think that it's, yeah. uh, I think it works. Do, 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 and maybe I'm the, convinced. Who came up with the Beatles? Who was it? John Lennon. Was it John Lennon? Apparently. I always thought that uh, the Tragically Hip was a good name. Tragically, yeah, me like too. I'm Smashing tragically, Pumpkins, Tragically Hip. Yeah. Yeah, these are good names. names. Lakers um, is a good name, even though it wasn't in, uh, you know, th- th- there were the Minnesota Lakers. There are no lakes in LA. What so is a Laker? Would, oh, okay. It's just someone who likes lakes? Uh, yeah, so like and like Minnesota's the land of lakes. So when they were the Minnesota Lakers, it made sense, and then they moved. And you hit a three LA. pointer. It's like splash. Yeah, I like <laughs> there you go. I don't think <laughs> there was a three point line back then, to be honest. So. <laughs> no, <laughs> I remember when well, you uh, hit a bucket at splash. When Angels and Airways came out, I was like, "That is the coolest name." It is pretty good. Angels and Airways. That's really well, the, how good the music is depends on how you perceive the name too. This is the mm-hmm. other thing: success. Success matters. Like Raptors, by winning a championship and being good for the last half decade, legitimately, it, it gives the name a certain sort of cachet you can't have if you're not mm-hmm. a good team. Like the Minnesota Timberwolves. Timberwolves is like a fine name. Where they're now, they're just I think the Wolves, or they they go by both. But it's like it's like 
there's a st- if your team isn't successful, there's a stink on the name. If the team is successful, if you're the Spurs mm-hmm. or I mean, the Knicks is a cool name, but I feel like that's just because they've been around forever, uh, even though they haven't been successful, you know, for a long stretch, probably since the 90s. But anyway. Yeah. yeah is there any like um, like what's the most like, sort of like tongue in cheek name? I'm trying to think in, in the vein of like Greg's uh, VHS videos that are a little tongue in cheek. Um, it's like. Uh, the Raptors was playing into obviously like Barney and um, what was, was it was Jurassic it? Park. Oh, Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park, yeah. But also there's a bit of Barney going on too because Barney was popular in that moment. So it was just like dinosaurs were like, like having to come back. But like Spurs is kind of fun because it has a Texas thing. Alliteration. Uh, yeah, Santa. Yeah, that's right. Um, but there's a lot of lame ones like the Washington Wizards. Alliteration, but like well, what? they were the Bullets before that, but yeah. they got in trouble because they had a lot of gun violence. Yeah, that's right. So they had to change it. Mm-hmm. But I do like it when there's like a, I think college sports names are actually way cooler. Like if you look at like the North Carolina Tar Heels, I think that's like a cool name. But the Purdue Boilermakers, what the fuck's a Boilermaker? Like there is a lot of funny, quirky ass college sports names, which which I think are a little bit more specific to the place and the history of those of those communities. Let's see, college sports teams. Fighting you know. Irish is an interesting one. I wonder if they're going to keep that. <laughs> oh, because that, that kind of plays into an, a stereotype that like Irish people just got like drunk and would fight people. Um, well, and it's a leprechaun with both his fists up, like 1930 style. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still like a stereotype. <laughs> it, yeah. I feel like though I, when, it, when it comes to this conversation, like Irish people don't care that much. Like, or would you say that's accurate? Maybe I, we got to. Okay. It's an assumption. Uh, we got They're the too Arkansas drunk to even Tech. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? I said they're too drunk to even notice. <laughs> okay, the Arkansas Tech Wonder Boys and Golden Suns. That's pretty good. Um, Texas A&M International Dust Devils. The UC Santa Cruz Banana Slugs. That's pretty good. Uh, Fort Wayne Mastodons. The Campbell Fighting Camels. Uh, there's some good ones in college sports. Mastodons is pretty cool. Like. That just sounds kind of better than the Kraken or the Kraken. Like if you're the Seattle Mastodons, that's kind of that's too hard to say for me. Yeah, there was a weird word. Yeah, Mastodon. All right, let's keep it moving. Uh, There was another story in the news that I thought was interesting. I hadn't come across this until Max put it into the pod group. But uh, there is a German concert experiment going on, costing the government almost a million dollars. Where they're going to take four thousand people and they're going to put them in uh, an indoor arena and they're going to have them attend a concert. They're going to load them up with like all sorts of sort of like uh, measuring devices that can see sort of how the uh, germs are spread. And this is a COVID-related thing. Obviously, they want to see if they can get back to a place where they can have concerts, some sort of middle ground. Like they're going to use three different entrances and see who got more uh, potential germs on them uh, through infrared, like uh, what's it, UV lights, uh, different sort of like, um, I guess, uh, particle things that they'll put on them that will show where the germs went. Uh, and yeah, and once they get the results from this, it's going to be a 4,000 person sample uh, a size. And then they're going to sort of make decisions about how they can move forward with large indoor events going forward, which I guess will help the economy in Germany. People can get back to work. This is an interesting story because I think it specifically relates to Max, your business. Mm-hmm. This is what you do. You play live for the people and uh, they're going to try and do this. So you were wondering, Max, would any of us sign up to be one of the 4,000 in this experiment for the betterment of our, our society? Yeah, I feel like I was going to bring this up on a podcast before. But I was thinking that, like, for humanity, there should be some big concert just like this. I brought, I thought of this idea like three months ago, but it's like Beyonce, Springsteen, 
Arcade Fire. All the biggest names in the world like perform for free. Everybody gets to go. Everybody has I'm to I'm just suck. picturing everyone getting sick at the Humanity concert. Yeah, but no, no, but it's for science. It's this for is science. for humanity. Yeah, <laughs> but it's for science. And of course, mm-hmm. the Germans are the first people to kind of go ahead and figure this out because they're, they like sorting things out. And uh, so it's, it's actually happening. But I guess it's like a little bit more controlled than my idea, which was like, everybody go to the field and rock out and see what happens, which I guess is a little smarter. But um, but yeah, there, there there is a bit of a uh, you know coal mine canary situation happening with with these people that are going. But um, yeah, I, I guess would you? I, I'm trying to think if I would do it. I, like because I was considering going to the movies this Friday. Like because uh, the Playhouse movie theater in Hamilton is reopening on Friday. I was like I should go support them. But then I was like, do I want to be in a theater for two and a half hours with a bunch of people I don't know? Maybe that's stupid. Uh, where, where, where are your comfort levels at right now when it comes to, you know, interacting in public spaces? seems like nobody has that much of an appetite. I always find anytime I book, uh, to go to a concert, I'm super excited, but for some reason, the day of, I always want to do something else other than go to the concert. <laughs> so even in normal conditions, I don't want to go, let alone like a COVID, let's see if you get it type of test. <laughs> so you're out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Greggy, what would you do? Would you be one of these four thousand people that goes to this concert? Are, are they paying you, or do you just go like for the volunteer? You? Volunteer, oh. and uh, they have an artist, a German artist who's performing, so, who I didn't recognize. I asked my German friends about the artist, and he's like, "This is a trash artist. You don't want to go to the show anyway." Oh, you got to get the two host guys. What are their names? Oh, Ramstein. Yeah, Ramstein. Ramstein. Yeah, I don't know. It's in Germany. It'll probably be pretty lit. Bet you everyone will be. Getting into the extracurriculars, so I feel like it would be kind of fun. But I don't know. Well, you're clearly adventurous. You're in the bubble. You clearly go to this mm-hmm. German concert. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd go for sure. Why not? Erica, would you go to a concert in Germany uh, so they can see who can attend concerts going forward? Well, it said everyone has to take a test before and pass. And if you if you were negative, you can't go, obviously. So I feel like if you're amongst people who are COVID negative, mm-hmm. that would be okay. kind of fun. Uh, better question who would you it doesn't have to be a musician but what public event would you go to like in an enclosed thing with other people um that you're like fuck it i gotta go see this person for me i'd be like if i got to be in a room with a hundred people with barack obama and i got to have a conversation with him afterward i'd be like i'm going to that event so barack obama would probably be my only person Let's say Barack Obama, it's confirmed he has COVID. He, sh- <laughs> he sticks his hand out to shake your hand. Do you shake it? I think so. Then he goes in for the kiss. Uh, I, you know what? Because <laughs> you can't wash off the lips. Uh, it's a good question. I think my relationship with Barack Obama isn't uh, contingent on kissing. So I just say, let's keep the, to the conversation. Keep it to the handshake? Yeah. Right. He could be terribly offended. Yeah. <laughs> My question, though, for you, Max, as I was reading this, is what if you guys were the artists? You guys are popular in Germany. What if they came to you and said, I'm not going to do a German accent, but we want our Kells to get down here. We have 4,000 people ready. They're volunteering to come put on the show of your life. Would you do it or would you be like, ah, it might be a bad look? Yeah, see, this is the thing right now. uh, To be the first person to come back is a really risky thing. And I I think because if something goes sideways, then there's going to be so much attention on you. So I don't think we'd do it. Good answer. Good answer. All right. We're going to move on to two more topics because we got to get Greg out of here for a COVID test down in the bubble in Orlando. Uh, 
Shane Surprise will be one of them. But first, I'm going to ask, I saw this topic uh, or this story on Twitter this morning, uh, ironically, uh, that Twitter is thinking about charging uh, for use. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be a tiered system or how it's going to work because apparently ad revenues are way, way, way down. But this is another example of something that people get for free uh, that they've learned to use for free. It's become a huge, 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 massive part of our society. Uh, will people pay for it or use a limited sort of version of it for free while other people are maybe artists or, or super high uh, follower counts will have to pay because it's more like a it's like a platform that they can use to monetize. Would you guys, this is my question, I'll go around the ring. Would you pay to use Twitter if it was say $15 a month? We will start with Greg. Greg's the cheapest man alive. He definitely would not do it. Well, you're asking if I'd use Twitter for those $15 a month? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'd find another way to find my news. Because I don't really, like, I'm not tweeting or anything. I think Max would have to pay. But for most people, it's just a, a news source, right? So I just I just find another news source. Okay. Erica, would you pay $15 a month to use Twitter? No. Same reason as Greg. I, I'm not very active on Twitter. Instagram, probably. But Twitter, I would not. Don't give them any ideas. Soon Instagram will cost money. <laughs> Shaney, would you pay to use Twitter? It's like the concert thing. I don't use Twitter, so no. There you go. You're, you're living a very uh, minimal life. It's good. This is how you stay <laughs> lean and mean. Uh, Maxi, I mean, Twitter's a huge part of your life. It's part of your business model. Would you pay to use Twitter? Well, the, I'd expense it to the band for sure, you know? Can they charge us like a business? Like, like when you're using it as a business, it's like, isn't, is there a different tier of Twitter where it's like, oh, business is using it? They business charge pro that, account? Yeah. Someone who wants to... Read the news. They don't now, but they—they—that's probably what they're thinking of doing—is moving toward that model. But I guess so. You guys would do it, no question. Yeah, yeah, we definitely would. But yeah, it definitely gets me thinking about just like different subscription models that are out there, and like how many things I subscribe to. Um, Matt Taibbi, who is a used to write for Rolling Stone, really f- funny political writer. He started his own newsletter, and I think it's five dollars a month. And I think I'm going to sign up for that. So I think. I'm more interested, I think, in subscribing to like things that like I get deeper joy out of. Like Twitter is fun, but I find it's a bit of a time suck and it's kind of a distraction. So it might be one of those things that I actually feel better about getting rid of. Maybe I don't know. It's uh, but but I but I overall I don't mind paying monthly subscription things that like because I think that the trend of people going I just want all my entertainment and media for free. Is a, is a bad thing. And, um, but I'd rather that money go to like actual kind of like high level, like journalism compared to just like random assholes tweeting things. Cause I find there's a lot of random assholes on Twitter and I kind of don't want to support that part of the business. Fair enough. Uh, last thing I'll say on that is I think that what would be interesting about it is not so much like if you're someone with a million followers, how many of those million followers are going to also pay for the service now? So it's like the value of Twitter might actually go away if only 100,000 of those million are willing to pay for it because you're not talking to anybody anymore as somebody with a large follower count. So it would they've got to figure out a way to make it work because it is a, an ecosystem and a balance. But let's move on to our last topic. Shane Cunningham, what is the surprise today? Have you guys been following Britney Spears at all? I've heard about this a lot. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. I haven't. So, Britney Spears has a very, and I feel bad for laughing at it, but it's a very funny Instagram account. Like something's gone weird with Britney where she's always on her Instagram doing weird Q&As and saying how she's skinny as a needle. And she was has these very funny edited videos. But unlike Greg's videos, they're kind of unintentionally funny, which mm. makes me, is the kind of stuff that I laugh at the most. But turns out her dad has 
taken over her Instagram account and kind of locked her away. And now there's this whole thing to free Britney and remove her from the shackles of this or or let her go to a, like a proper uh, care facility where she can be taken care of properly. But apparently her dad uh, controls her bank account, too. And it's it's very um, I don't know. It's 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 very duplicitous, apparently. I, I don't know enough about it. But I was wondering what you guys thought of it, if you knew about it, and if you think shackles in general are a good thing to help you. Like uh, Max with manager Ash, us with our wives, Greg with his girlfriend, Erica's moved <laughs> back in with her parents. So I'm wondering if if this is actually a good thing for us. Yeah, I mean, well, first and of all, Brittany. yeah, Brittany, I mean, it obviously depends on the nature of the person reining you in. I think uh, somebody holding you accountable in your life is always like probably a positive thing. But in Brittany's situation, she's clearly like unwell. She's lived a very unusual life and she's been in the public eye for a long time and that can like distort your reality in many different ways. And she seems to be suffering from something. Uh, and she's obviously had some public. Like, what is her condition, do you think? I like, I can't pinpoint what exactly is wrong with her. It just seems like slightly black mirror off a little bit type vibe. Yeah, I, I don't know exactly what she'd be like diagnosed as. But yeah, the interesting part for me is that people like on TikTok and Reddit are like doing some sleuthing where they're like, have you noticed that the song lyrics in this song and this song and this song are always talking about her being controlled by somebody else? And have you noticed, like they really do like a deep dive hunt like for these like different signs that would show that she's sort of being coerced in a really yeah, negative a way. Conspiracy theories. Like when she posts a video, someone be like, Brittany, if you're being held against your will, wear yellow in your next video or something. And then she'll wear yellow in her next video. And there's all these things of, She's just not allowed to say anything. She's very controlled. People are controlling what's being put out there. They're putting out the crazy videos on purpose so that the public thinks that she's unwell. A lot of Britney fans are. Yeah, it's, it, it does ask the question where it's just like sometimes there are open secrets, especially when it comes to celebrities, that no one really does anything about for years. Uh, you say the Epstein thing. And then all of a sudden, it all comes out that this like brutal shit like actually was happening. Um, so I wonder if we're going to get to a point with Brittany where, you know, these people have been talking about this pretty openly, uh, that her dad basically is just a, a bad dude and she's unwell and then the truth does come out. But, 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 but then also there's a reality where the dad is a totally caring guy and he's really just trying his best to help his daughter who's kind of unwell and knows that maybe his daughter can't, uh, you know, care for her children in the way that she needs to. And so he's like, I need to be very much in the picture and I need to control a lot of different aspects of her life, including her finances. So, cause otherwise she'd just be broke and we don't, and her mom is sort of untrustworthy and I just need to be a good father and be actively involved. Like that is also, I suppose yeah. a reality. So it's just hard to know when these internet conspiracy people go down the rabbit hole, like what is the truth? Because I, I wouldn't be surprised if either were the truth, I suppose. Right. Yeah, I guess it's hard to know. What about you in your personal life, like being whipped by manager Ash? Do you think that's good for you or do you wish you could break free a little bit? <laughs> no, Ash three and I times, have Max, a, a lovely day. She's, she's honestly, um, what happens is I just come over to her apartment. I like throw all my shit everywhere. I kind of like destroy her place. I'll like... Uh, like I'm having a shower, I got to shave. I'm kind of like walking around her place in my underwear, just ranting and raving, and like, and then she'll like make me this incredible breakfast. Like we're about to probably have like bacon and eggs right now with like fresh <laughs> avocado that she just bought. 
So it's actually pretty awesome. Is this in the contract? Like, how did you come to this agreement? <laughs> Mike, how would you live? Because I feel like Danica uh, is a yin and yang quality. Like, I've seen you as a single man, but I feel like she reigns you in in important ways. If we're up to you, you'd just be like eating Taco Bell and, you know, watching Star Wars most days. Uh, what do you think? Well, I'm not a Star Wars man. I'm a Star Trek man. Sorry, but, sorry, uh, sorry, sorry. Big, big difference uh, for the, the nerd set. But uh, I, I think it's good for me. My, my life is better with, uh, you know, they say you're better half or whatever. Everything with a partner, I think there's a yin and a yang. And the thing is, I love having Danica in my life because it does balance things out. Like if I'm left to my own devices, I'll just like hang out in pubs watching basketball and eating Taco Bell, like you said, um, which again, isn't a bad life. I, I enjoyed that life quite a bit, but my life is so much more sort of like rich and I find I get more stuff done when it's like there's accountability and it's like I have to factor in uh, all of those things uh, when, you know, having somebody else. That's sort of the reason people get into partnerships, I think, is because it makes your life richer, although it's probably a lot more work and there's a lot more compromise, but the fucking, the benefit is is way better than than the alternative for mm-hmm. sure what about you with uh your parents <laughs> uh, are you ever like oh i wish i could be free or when you're maybe grounded you're like oh i deserve that they were right <laughs> are you still getting grounded right now erica um yeah that's a good question no i haven't been grounded in a few years now so that's good <laughs> um yeah it's gonna be like obviously kind of weird being home but it's also covid time so i feel like it's a good time to maybe like reset mm. and uh I don't know. If yeah. you were grounded, <laughs> would you abide by the rules or would you break free? Who knows? We'll find out when I get there, but I'm sure I'm going to run into some problems while I'm home. What would so. it take for you to get grounded, by the way, by your parents? I don't hmm. I, I was like, I lived, grew up in a grounding household. Like I spent mm. a lot of my teenage years being grounded and it was <laughs> often for coming home too late, underage drinking, um, what if you lit a cigar in your room right now? <laughs> Honestly, I think that'd be fine. I don't think they would really, really? care about that. Yeah, but I'd be thrown out of my house if I did that. Yeah, that wouldn't work. I can, I'll try it. I'll let you guys know. I'll Indoor back. smoking. Wow. <laughs> Shane, what about you? Do you need to be reined in? Yes. Mm-hmm. I've seen you as a single guy. <laughs> no, I think I we agree. all know the answer, man. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows that answer. <laughs> what about you, Greg? Do you like being whipped or no? Uh, off, off record yeah there, there's no there's no whipped it's uh it's it's great i i love living with laura and we you know it, it's good for me but like i'm kind of like mike it left my own devices i'll just kind of drink with friends and watch five movies in a day so it's kind of nice to have laura though she's kind of into watching a lot of movies too which is great but you know i just work out more or some here and there <laughs> you work it <laughs> out once in a blue moon you know under her influence you know a lot more walking a lot more laughing a lot more love it's great I love it. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, my life is, is great. Right that now. sounded a um, lot like the uh, tagline for TFC. It's true. <laughs> um, but Shane, I did want to say that I, I guess I haven't really talked to you, but congrats on second baby. Oh, thank you. Have you? Yeah. Have you know, I did. I did wonder with the second baby. I think people care less, right? Have you got less? <laughs> have you got less like congratulation messages or like acknowledgement yes. for it? Yeah. Much less. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and like, i care less too honestly like i care less <laughs> people care less it's good though <laughs> pressure's up yeah. all right okay. Craigie, thanks for joining us buddy that was fun. be safe bye. in the bubble good job, thanks guys. everyone bye bye, bye. Later, y'all. bye.